Hey guys, welcome to Scrubland Podcast. We have Chris Gasby, Daniel Sale, and today's special guest, JJ, on the cast. Hello. Uh, JJ is here because he is a big like person in the in the community. He's actually done a lot of uh, Friday Night Magics of his own. He used to run it out of his oh. house, which is pretty cool. Um, we just like to get his insight because he's got a lot to say about, good things to say about magic these days. He's also black. He's also black. Just to let you know. First the, black uh, man on the cast. Yep. Uh, we, got, we got an email from an unsaid source. You can just say it. NAACP. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that said, you know what? We really like your guys' podcast. We'd really like to, you know, think about putting you on our website. But you never have black people on. <laughs> it's, a, it's a radio. So. <laughs> so what? Like, are you saying Al Sharpton was busy? Like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Al Sharpton plays Warcraft. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He does what? not play Magic not? the Gathering. Oh, oh, Mr. T okay. plays Warcraft. Mr. He T does, does not a, play Warcraft. He does. He's he does. a nice elf mohawk. <laughs> Look, the, the Koreans aren't letting How any of the Americans in the Starcraft thing. About Mr. T? <laughs> a few. Uh, I just I like love the, that man. Does anybody know his real name? No. Um, Do you? No. Oh, okay. Mister? Um, he's got pity and fool tattooed on his hand. That's all I know. No, he doesn't. Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> I want that tattooed on my hand. Yeah. I want it tattooed on my dick. <laughs> pity and fool. I think fool. that's a new record for uh, the least amount of time before Kazzy mentioned his dick on this show. <laughs> I mean, agreed. No, we've, all, we've opened the show with, with dick jokes. <laughs> I mean, like, you know. I love uh, my dick. Right. It's beautiful. We love your cute too. Little. <laughs> no, <laughs> please speak for yourself, Daniel. Speak Sale. for yourself, there, Sale. Right. Let's. All right. So, uh, magic. Yeah, let's talk about magic. No, right. hang on. I want to tell you guys a story about this cookie. All right, let's talk about this cookie. I love it. <laughs> this thing is ridiculous. Okay, so <laughs> Daniel Sale, he's at Cadova, and this crazy old mountain witch woman. Uh, looks like she's born in the hills. Comes over. She looked okay. No, she looked like a cross between Jersey Shore and that hag that lives in like the hill in the <laughs> middle of the woods that practices witchcraft. Like she kind of and, and like also maybe like works at Cadoba. So like, <laughs> she's like the bad guy in Hansel. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. That's so this exactly is like the hag like. from like the Evil Dead movies. Yeah. yeah. So like, but she's let her swallowing your soul. She's like, yeah, have this cookie. I'm just sitting there minding my own business at my booth, like reading my book, and she comes by. And she's like, hey. Uh, I got this cookie, and I don't know, like, it's a little bit burned, but you, you want it? And it's like, it's like, look at it. Like, it's like wrapped in saran wrap. and But there's one piece that is untouched yeah, by like, saran wrap. Well, like, she didn't wrap it all the way up in saran wrap. Which makes me think, my theory is she licked it, and she's going to come find you again. She's going to be like, I'm inside of you. Uh, <laughs> could be laced with cocaine. Like, I mean, this is this seems like the plot from a bad movie. No, like a no, bad, no, like no, this bad. No, 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 no. This like a really on. awesome cookie. I have a theory about this. <laughs> See, uh, like when when they're t- telling parents like check the Halloween candy because there might be like needles and like drugs and stuff in it. No, who who has all these extra drugs? They're just handing out <laughs> at Halloween. Honestly, like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> The dealer who's trying to get kids hooked, duh. They're not gonna know they're hooked. They're just gonna think they're like sweet tarts. I freaking <laughs> love these. These candy. sweet tarts are the same ones I had the other day, mom. What I, are you doing? I love sweet tarts so much. Buy me the fucking sweet tarts. I'll break your fucking knees. <laughs> <laughs> Give my money. Anyway, I don't. I don't like kids on drugs. Kids on drugs are funny. Yeah. So does somebody want to eat this cookie? No, no. no I, I mean, really. I do. So, but look, no. that, look. In, in her defense, like, in her defense, sale. Yeah. You do look like the type of person who, at any moment, could just benefit from a cookie. She was <laughs> like, "Hey, look, that guy could really use a cookie right now." And I happen to have one in my back pocket. You, it's you warm like a, from my bus ride. Yeah. So she went over and just <laughs> <a> <laughs> on your face. I mean, just gave it to you. 
And now you have a cookie. Let me make your day, Daniel. If you didn't want to eat the cookie, you shouldn't have accepted it. I was sitting by myself. Maybe she was just trying to make a friend. All exactly. right. Well, now Did you, you ask her to sit down. No. She... Was she hot, like an old woman kind of like? <laughs> <hot>? <laughs> no. no. Well, I told worth, you she was, was like a cross between a witch and the Jersey Shore. <laughs> like I mean, some of the girls like, like Jersey Shore are really hot. Yeah, like, Snooki's Snooki. great, great I, I grandma. Yeah. Okay. I'm black though. That's probably why. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what are we talking about this week? I'm gonna eat this cookie. All right, I'm gonna stop going for it. Okay. Eat this cookie. Okay. Uh, so whatever. Right. Okay. So basically, nothing happened all week in Magic Cards. Well, about? there was okay. Okay. Denver. Yeah, but so what? Nobody went. Uh, I mean, everyone <laughs> went. Kibler top eighted. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, Kibler is everybody, by the way. Okay, look, this is how you know. I mean, have you seen that guy's entourage? <laughs> <laughs> this is how Fair you enough. know nobody was there. Luis, how do I? Luis got Vargas made it into day two at X and three. Well, okay. Did you see that picture of the GP Denver where it's like, hey, guys. Uh, oh, day this, one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, giant picture of the hall, and there's no one in the entire area except for some people randomly in the back. It's like, hey, come to GP Denver. And admittedly, <laughs> Please? these guys are trading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, although I do have one cool story from the event is LSV uh, posted on Facebook. He was like, "Yeah, so tough this beats. Is great. This is great. Tough beats on uh, tough beats. Game three, my opponent massacre wormed and it won me the game. And I was like, huh? So I keep reading and it says, yeah, obviously it killed my clone shell, which flipped up like uh, something insane, which then killed him. <laughs> it was like, oh." All right, and then the next post on Facebook was someone else, and the other guy said, God, I didn't realize Massacre Worm read Target LSV wins the game. <laughs> <laughs> this cookie wasn't very good. Yeah, I'm not going to eat it anymore. I'm not going to eat anymore. Can you taste the arsenic? I should have had my mom check it out before it I ate like it. It, it. Does it smell like almonds? Burnt. Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. What does that mean? It smells arsenic? Like burnt. Arsenic? You should know this. You work for TSA. Yeah, honestly. But that's... <laughs> It smells like ass. those days are through. Yeah, <laughs> we're done with that. And uh, it smells like a cookie, a burnt. It's like a burnt cookie. But however, so I mean, it tastes as good as a burnt cookie could taste. Okay, so Grand Prix Denver. <laughs> don't, don't brush it into my lap. Ew, get out of here. Grand Prix, Grand Prix Denver. It was it was limited, right? It was, uh, yeah, it was sealed. Uh, besieged. Yeah, okay. besieged in it. it. Yep. All right. So really, it was just like Pro Tour. It was like Grand Prix Paris Part Two, right? Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, except there were a lot less like there, no, there was no Kai Buddha there. There was <laughs> there no Kai Buddha there. Pros there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pros retired from the magic. You know, like, yeah, we're still chilling in Paris. Sorry, yeah. guys. You know how Evan Irwin did that flyby of like a million people at, at Paris is like two thousand some people. Yeah, yeah. The one from Denver would be like you know two seconds long. Yeah, just, yeah. Just like da 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 da. Hey, done. so this is, Dude, this is <laughs> that's awkward. All the people. This is awkward. You've had a February where where basically we had a tournament before Paris. That was just everyone who couldn't get into Paris. Then we had Magic Weekend in Paris. And then we had another tournament. It was basically just everyone who couldn't get into Paris <laughs> last, last got over their hangover from Paris. Yeah. And Brian Kibler. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Pretty this much. has been an awkward month for Magic. I mean, have, for the 5K. Kibler must have just like, given up on poker. <laughs> like that's like a whole month of him just know, not right? playing poker, just well, playing agi cards. It, I mean, he has he visits Vegas like at least twice a month. So well, apparently not this month. Look, just, <laughs> I mean, obviously. look, he broke the format and he's riding high. Yeah, I was about to say he, he's enough, like, hey, enough. look, here's the deck I made months ago that I told you guys is the best. Yeah. Admittedly, it didn't have Sword of Feast and Famine in it, but, but now I'm finally getting my props. Now he I'm was, finally getting my props. Pretty uh, instrumental in the development of this deck. So, exactly. mm -hmm. oh, yeah, he's definitely. All right, so I don't want to talk about GB Denver. We're going to talk about archetypes for today. Let's whoa, talk whoa, about whoa, let's whoa. talk about Cargo. What? I just want to make a what point of got? saying that D Sale just said he doesn't want to talk about limited. 
I don't want to talk about oh, limited. I don't care. Wow. I, I, yes, I know. No, <laughs> I, you want to talk I, about standard? Look, I routinely pretty much, I think on a daily basis, whether it's in a text message or on the telephone, I pretty much tell people, I don't think I'm good at constructed. Yeah. And I don't know what any of the cards do, which is obvious because I thought like Thornling was a four or was a three, three. Six. And let's uh, not get into basking Rootwalla. Let's not get into like, <laughs> uh, I'll just I'll just go ahead and say it because I well, we had that entire discussion last week about uh, summoning trap versus green sun zenith. Yeah, I didn't realize green sun zenith put the card into play. Are I, you joking? I, <laughs> if I thought it was in your hand. Is that a serious thing? I thought it was a tutor. That is the worst. Uh, if you're just if you're just tuning in, sale does not want to talk about limited. He wants to talk about constructed. He's saying he was wrong before, and he's identifying the mistakes of cards. It's fairly certain that that cookie did have. Some some sort of hallucinogenic <laughs> in it. Yeah. So you just disregard everything I say about this cast. So um, usually do. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Why does why does the blue white deck have four stone forge mystics and not enough equipments to find with them? Um, huh? There is an there is an article. You don't need to draw play all four. Are you? There's an, there's an article online. You just that, need to play one that capitalizes. Like, I'm not I can't remember which pro game. wrote it. I think it's, it's on Star City site. Palo. 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 Is it? Okay. Well, point is. Uh, the Sword of Feast and Famine, that, that synergy is so important to the way that the deck runs that it's better to just occasionally have some empty targets for it and just turn two Mystic is so important that you just maximize the chances of playing it. Mm -hmm. uh, Apollo com uh, compared to card the Bitter Blossom, mm -hmm. you always run four Bitter Blossom. So yep. it's more like playing... But you rarely play more than two. So it's more right. like playing five swords, except you only actually need one. Right. Right. Okay. Well, sometimes you want Silver Life Staff, too. Yeah, I mean, so you do. So have you get the Sunblock Life Staff yeah. if you have the second. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, no reason exactly. not to put right. your hand. So, all right, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Life Staff. Yeah. Okay, a card uh, that Brad Nelson does not play in limited. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. We have to. Uh, this will be like the first time we've ever done this on this cast. What? Uh, okay. D sale is right. Oh. Oh, you mean, oh my God! Look, you remember the time you were like, "Hey, let's equip Silvok Lifestaff on Bitter Blossom tokens." Yeah. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, everyone's, really equating, good. everyone's equating Cobblade to the new fairies, right? And D Sale said, "Silvok Lifestaff, the new good that was jit." Yeah, which not quite. But that, not be, exactly. that being said, I went that to being said, the combo of Sword and Lifestaff kind of is. It seems pretty friggin' good. <laughs> I mean, I went to Atlanta and I played Night Nighthawk in my board because we figured out that Lifestaff Better Blossom was bad because Life Lifestaff and Fairies. It's really, really good when you have the Bitter Blossom, but it's not good at any other time in the game. Yeah. Right. Therefore, you can't really play it. Yeah. Right. It just it doesn't work, and, and Nighthawk was just insane. So, right. I mean, like, I, I feel like we were, we, me and Kaz, we were right on with that sideboard tech until Absolutely. Uh, we didn't take the wall of Tangle Cords out because we didn't realize they weren't, they, were, they weren't still the nuts. So. Right. Oh, well. I mean, um, I, who, I mean, really, the testing that the pros did involved the Wooly Thoktar, and I don't think we expect, anyone but Kazby expected that deck, or right. that card to be continuing. <laughs> bring, it, bring it back to standard. I'm a uh, genius. Talk to me about this life staff. It really does, it, it's really as good as advertised. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. The thing is, like, a squadron hawk does in the original iteration of the build. I uh, squadron hawk was like the be all and end all of everything because you could attack planeswalkers and you could also just ride it to just to you know kill random little dudes and uh, have the time to have enough mana to day of judgment. It just bought you time. Well, now with Sovak Lifestaff equipped to even one of your squadron hawks, you're like, well, this is insane. Um, like. You obviously don't really care if the Silvok Lifestaff is on. In fact, you never want it when you're playing it against a, some kind of control deck because you're like, whatever, I'll just play more Squadron Hawks. And it's the same thing, except I've got a board presence. 
Like you don't, you're not gonna like. I guess sometimes you could potentially go turn two Mystic and then turn three Squadron Hawk and play Slavic Life Staff as well against like Tezzeret, but then you're not leaving up counter mana, and that just doesn't feel good. Like really. The Sulfok life staff is against the aggro decks because you're killing stuff with two on the ass end against vampires and gaining life, or you're just trading one for one with your infinite one ones and gaining life and giving yourself enough time to play those day of judgments, etc. And like that's the most important part of Sulfok life staff is against aggro. Like you don't really care about control. So I, I know you've tested a lot. I have uh, tested a lot via via illegal internet sites. Uh, that's obviously it. Uh, I really don't know what he's talking about. I'm talking about things that aren't Moto. Oh, not legal. Real, ki- real killers. Killers. I don't play, play Workstation Modo. anymore. I just play against Will because he's back living with that's me. Mike K hates you. I know. It's true. <laughs> Mike K, we miss you. Get I don't even know if he listens to our podcast. I know. Anymore. Get wrecked, buddy. Um, he wrecked him on Workstation so many times he <laughs> had to stop listening. That's not even true. Because like, bros not is not a scrub. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even true. I don't care how many one-two tokens he has. No, Mike K can probably tell you stories about how I've misplayed on Workstation and been like, oops. All right. <laughs> like, so, so many times. So, uh, what, what I'm getting at here, Cobblade, you 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 called me up and said, look, Cobblade is just the best deck. I can't, I can't figure out how to beat it. It's, the, it's like, if you don't play this deck, you're you're dumb, essentially, is what you told me. Yeah, like, or you can't afford it. Well, that's, yeah. There have I mean, been, there been more expensive decks in Standard. Agreed. I don't know. Gideon's and Jace's are, are not cheap. Uh, that's true, but I think Gideon is thirty and what's, used what's to be fifty and be coupled with forty dollars Elspeth. The thing and... is, you can't find a Gideon right now. No, right. Nobody has them. Jaces are ninety five dollars. They all have them. They just yeah. no one's doing anything with them. Jaces are ninety five dollars. We have another Tarmogoyf in standard. So, so happy about this. Not nah. three hundred and eighty dollars just for those four cards. That's true. That's true. And you add three Gideons to it. Right. Gideon used to be worth each Gideon used to be worth twenty dollars more. Oh, look, I don't had, care about the price of the it deck. Can we matter. talk about how the deck operates? Okay. It's it's a really, we're really talking, good well, I mean, deck. I think it's the accessibility of the deck is uh, an important it's a, it's a factor. He's right. He's right. right. That is definitely a factor. So right, hold on. Let's let's finish discussing this. No, I mean, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't care about no. the price. Okay. The, the, oh, well, never mind. Then. Never mind. It's not important. <laughs> it it's not our, it's not our fault that you missed dollar burritos tonight. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. It's yeah. not our fault. No, it's it's my fault. On a side note. On a side note, we got dollar burritos. I was drinking doors for free all night. Hell it's my yeah. birthday. Uh, happy birthday, nice. Chris Casby. Happy Kasby. birthday, Kasby. Kasby. Chris Casby. How old are you now, 40? I'm 40. 50? <laughs> I'm 50. <laughs> you age pretty well for an Asian. I age well for a 50-year-old man. <laughs> you're not Asian. You're Samoan, right? I'm not Samoan. You're Hispanic. You're big enough to be a Samoan. <laughs> <laughs> you're Greek, right? Built like a Greek Hawaiian. Guy. He's Hawaiian. <laughs> Chris Casby is Hawaiian. Is your retirement plan to like sit on top of a hill with a with a beard? My Just retirement like... plan is to die. <laughs> what? Wow, that's grim. <laughs> Jeez, buddy. <laughs> I'm just going to have fun until I can't have fun anymore. I like that plan. Are you going to die at the hands of Gideon or Jace? What? By playing Kago? He's, no. he's almost there. His no. kidneys have already shut down. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. It's all right. Shit just got real on this podcast. Chronic alcoholism is not a joke. Kaz's organs don't work. He was out drinking doors all night. Um, like, I mean, you still pass that up, man. <laughs> I mean, for real. In the meantime, you gotta you gotta win one of these tournaments sometime. Shut up. I mean, <laughs> no. I like, you know, you set a goal. You win you win a tournament. How about that? Have you have there? you won like a Grand Prix trial or any? No. Like, no, I haven't played but one Grand Prix trial ever. I just didn't know if there's like any like. 
All right. Apparently, oh, well. this is just make fun of Caspian. No, birthday. it's not. It's your birthday. No, it's your Aww. birthday. It's your birthday, Caspian. I was just curious. I didn't know. Caspian, pick your favorite deck and play whatever and talk about it. Do you want a cookie? Even if it's this one. Caspian, do not eat that cookie. <laughs> talk about this other deck. Talk about this. No, uh, talk about well, the deck I, you're going to play. Talk right. about this deck. I don't know what I'm going to play. I have three decks built, all, all right. of them, which I'm pretty much a fan of. I said before that I think. Blue Eye Control is probably the best. Yeah. But sometimes I just go into an event and I just don't feel like thinking for eight hours. Right. Mm. And Especially in an open tournament. Control decks make me think. We've so all been there. Sometimes I just want to play aggro so I don't have to think about it. Yeah. So, Arc Trail Dur. dur. So <laughs> I, I've said it before. I said a few few episodes ago, if I didn't play Control, I was going to play Black Red Vampires. Right. Now, um, why? Or, or which iteration? Are you going to be playing Captivating Vampires or... Uh, I like the one that won uh, the last the indie five k, okay. Star City indie five k. Right, like that deck just looks like it's solid. It has like I don't know, just good ways to turn creatures sideways. Yeah, and I also like Bloodgast. It just seems having day resistance is really good. Uh, are you a are you a fan of Captain Vampire? Um, I wasn't. I thought it was awful, mm -hmm. but it just sets up some pretty explosive draws. Thank you. You're just like turn one, one drop, turn two, two, one drops, turn three, captivating vampire. So you feel yep. like the vampire is better than like Blade of the Blood Chief? I'm assuming that's what gets cut out of the list. Yeah. Like that's okay. Yeah. Blade, I guess this is going to be so much artifact hate anyway that it Blade isn't nearly as good as it. The well, thing is, this, yeah, like it, the Blade ratchet makes bomb, one really ratchet huge bomb dude, all over the place. And it's and, easy to take care of one big dude. Yeah. Okay. And that's, like, the, that's the thing is right now all the decks are swarm decks. Yeah. Okay. I just like assume, I assumed it was there to make something like Pulse Tracker or Vampire Lacerator like relevant like later in the game. Yeah. And, you know, you're just like, well, shit, I don't want to kill Blood Gas, but it's a uh, five, six Blood Gas. I have yeah. to. You know, this deck you know. doesn't want to make it past okay. turn five. Okay. Right. If it gets past turn five, they're probably. So actually, what you're saying, you're basically saying that Captain Vampire, that two types of three drops, that is Dark Tulage and Captain Vampire now, they actually make. Those are three drops. Well, sorry, that's not Yeah. The two types of three drops, they actually make the deck faster. Like they actually help the slide. Well, curve. the the dark tutelage gives you some kind of play in the mid to late game against right. I mean, the dark tutelage is right. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just and sometimes you even just like you're just like, oh, I've emptied my hand, and this last card is a dark tutelage, and you're like, okay, okay. well, I'll just continue to gas myself because whatever. Well, basically, I've been playing control for so much, so long, like, and I'm just like, you know what? I think I want to try turning creature sideways and see what happens. So, like, all this past week, I've been testing, actually, a deck that you're going to talk about, Burroughs. Yeah. The Green-White Quest deck. Yeah. And <laughs> I just I just like aggro decks that have a plan B. Like, aggro decks that can survive and actually kill you in, you know, past turn five. Like, I don't think Kadatha Red's very good. No. Um, you know, it's great to say, like, oh, this deck wins on turn two. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. You know, when it doesn't, you, you don't win at all. Right. <laughs> okay, sometimes you win on turn three. <laughs> so, are you not terrified of Pyroclasm and Slagstorm? With what? Either with, of those with, with vampires. Uh, no. Vampires is very resilient to sweepers because of blood gas and highborn. Mm -hmm. And Dark Tutelage, actually. The yep. I guess the highborn I, is it, highborn is pretty terrifying. Any of those yeah. cards punish you for tapping out or for sweeping. Right. So it's just the best deck? Um <laughs> that's tough. That's a that's tough. I mean uh, no. I, I mean, think it's a pretty it's a pretty damn good deck. I think Kago or Cobblade is the best deck. But I think that being I said, think Black vampires Red, is pretty fucking nuts. I think yeah. vampires is probably has a, actually has a good matchup against the current stock of Cobblade decks. 
Unless someone does some like cyborg tech or something. I mean, just Inquisition can, if you tutor for the Mystic, they just take it with the Swords of Inquisition. Yeah. They've got Bolt, Arc Trail, and all these other things that just kill your little 1 1 guys who can carry them. They have Vampire right. Hexmage to take out your Planeswalkers. And all the entire time, you're still applying well, pressure. Well, the list that I have built doesn't have Hexmage, but. Uh, well, I mean, Hexmage I think, is a board I think card, you would run her in the. That's what I'm talking about. Well, it's not you, 75. Oh, I think I'd run her in the board. <laughs> I think I should too. I, yeah. Yeah. I feel um, like that's. But I mean, saying, it's like, more so just right Gideon's, though. Just yeah. Gideon and Tez. Like, on Tez. Like, if I lose to a Tez right deck playing Black yeah, Red you Vampires, wow, you're gonna get the sleeves of that. They point. do play. <laughs> they do play Tumble Magnets, and Tezzeret is life drain. Mm, All so. right, let's talk about Tezzeret because okay. that deck doesn't seem very good to me. Am I am I just like off my own world, or is Tezzeret like? I want to say it's badly positioned. I want to say that it's I. Uh, it's a deck that doesn't really fit the metagame right now. <laughs> I, we I, have a, a honestly. There's some off-camera nonsense. Um, basically, like the the black red blue deck that uh, did Chapin. well that did well at Worlds that, that Chapin mm -hmm. played um, was really well positioned for that tournament mm -hmm. specifically. And I'm not gonna say it didn't win games. It obviously did. It, it did really well. Mm -hmm. But not against Brad Nelson. I mean, <laughs> I got, uh, got worked over against Cobblade. Uh, Going forward, the deck doesn't like. Do anything. Oh uh, yeah, thank you. That thank deck you. is it's, that deck it's, doesn't do it's just beatable, right? It's just now that people know what it's supposed to do, it's so beatable. Well, well wait, it's so wait. awkward it's because it's you so play a, you play out a Tezzeret and you like if you search for an artifact, mm -hmm. you can the wait. best thing you can find is a tumble magnet. Like everything else just makes mana. Well, you can find <laughs> Worm Coil Engine or Mind Slaver. Yeah, you can find the one ups yeah, in your deck. Okay. I mean, you can. You're doing five <laughs> cards deep. I don't know what the percentage on that is, but whatever. Anyway, it seems pretty good. Certain decks have serious problems with the Tesseract deck. It's important to note that. It's not that it loses to everything. It's Can you tell me what? Any type of... Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's some, right? <laughs> there's got to be some. Right? Exactly. There has to be... Th I mean, he didn't... He could... He clearly didn't beat Cobblade all day to get to top eight. That really, that <laughs> really sweet F&M deck you have is uh, probably going to yeah. get rolled there by has, Tesseract. No, let's... Okay, let's put it, it this way. It could be Knights. It can oh, be Oh, Night and Day? Let's see. Let's see. Okay, wait. So oh, wait. So man. wait. Okay, so wait. Uh, Valakut, for example. Val unprepared Valakut. Unprepared Valakut without creeping corrosion in the board. Like, God forbid. Are they even going to play that card? No. Whatever. Whatever. Point the answer is, is unprepared no. Valakut. You have a potentially a 5-5 a five five beating down at you from turn four on. three on. Well, they can get they can do a turn three. They can turn three at Tezzeret. They have, yeah. they have the Mox Opals. They can, they can start beating in on right. turn they three. They have an excess Mox yeah. Opal that they didn't use yeah. to activate Tezzeret that yeah. also And that speaks. puts you on a... That just puts you... This is before the Cobra Battlement, like, Valica decks were so popular that they are how they are now. That puts you on a very short clock. I mean, you don't interact with your opponent, but you're still like, hmm... I do have to do something about that card, you know? And there's even those weird iterations that actually Chapin talked about in, his, in his article. He said, well, we used to use Trinket Mage to find a Darkseal Axe and then put it on a Trinket Mage, and then sometimes it just becomes a 5-5 five, five that's indestructible, which seems pretty good. But uh, Chapin also mentioned that that's kind of where the deck originated, and he came out of that concept, said that it wasn't as good. So I don't know why they'd go backwards <laughs> yeah. like that. The I just feel like... Uh, I feel like the Grixis deck that he made is analogous to the blue white tap, uh, the blue white Chapin uh, Iona list that he made. Yeah. Ironically enough, uh, an exact year ago. Tour. 
Yeah, uh, it's just it's a really powerful deck for that meta, but I think it's going to be kind of a that specific build variant or whatever is going to be kind of like a flash in the pan, like so complicated to play that really only someone like Chapin or or Manual. I'm about to yeah thank you for not allowing me to butcher his name uh, is really going to be able to be you know only the the top tier players are going to be super successful. He's fucking French. He's used to it. Do you feel? <laughs> Do you I mean, I would warrant that those players. I would warrant that Chapin would have won if he played Cobblade. Like just those. Their skill is that high that any deck that they play outside of Koldoth the Red is going to get there. Okay, know? so last year, Blue-White was Iona and Forjace, and mm -hmm. it spawned an entire season's worth of tap-outs and tap-out variants. Mm -hmm. Are we saying here that Tezzeret is going to be some kind of variant from here on in? I know Matt Nyon in his deck tech did say, this is not the final iteration of the deck. It kind of isn't tuned perfectly, and we'd like to see this get better in the coming months. What's so weird, because they keep on giving us like good control cards in black-blue and blue-white, and they keep on pushing it and just being like, here, like, you're playing control, just play some other different kind of control. Like, here. There's more cards. Go. Like, God, Venzer, you know, here. Like, Will you lock your opponent out with silence like here, and monoball, Benzer, please? Like, just, here's just, White Sun Z. Your opponent should not be able to play spells. Let's, let's get back inside the box. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, that was awesome. The, High five on the cast. Bam. Have you not heard about that? No. Yeah, that was cool. Yes. This is mnemonic wall plus silence and Venzer? And Venzer, yes. And you just... I mean, you can you can put the pieces together yourself. Wow. I will say this: I felt kind of bad because at the sh at the local shop, a local gaming store on Sunday, I mentioned this a local player of of this combo. Yeah, of yeah, of this combo, and he proceeded to begin trading away no. his perfectly good cards to try to assemble this combo. No, uh, I'm talking about like like. Foil, I think he had a foil Gideon. Oh. So, things like this. He was trading these away because he was so excited about wanting to play this deck. He was putting it together. I mean, I it sounds like, pretty sweet. I've created a monster. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and that monster is going to take over F and M. By the way, quickly enough, I just. Do, get, do you remember? Do you remember Jin of Wishes Emrakul? I do. Do you remember? Like that was an F and M deck that took over F and M for a little while. Booyah. <laughs> and you're like, you're, you, you just, you, you're just, sitting there, this? like yeah. racking your brain. You're like, Don't how is this? Deck. How yeah. is this possible? What the enough, hell is going on? We really need to find out who that is because I really want that full Gideon. <laughs> so, like, we, we, someone here at this table needs We're to figure it out. Up and go up to the track it down. Go to the five K with it. Chris Casby's already got two. I don't have any. He's Scotts. Yeah. with these okay. foil oh, Gideon. Man. It's foil Gideon's all over in Richmond. Oh, can't you can't step outside without oh, finding just... a foil Gideon? <laughs> it's all I ever played. They're like garbage deck too. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. We're we're like oh, it's a you know fifty eight proxy two foil Gideon. You know, because I mean like we just had them. So okay, so what deck? <laughs> what what, what deck are you talking about? Tezzeret. Uh, Tezzeret. I think we're done with Tezzeret. I think we're done with Tezzeret. Tezzeret's just... Oh, we by, didn't make a final hang on, wave. We didn't hang on, hang on. say so. We by by the way, let me, let me just throw this out there. Uh, can we talk about Sphere of the Suns for a minute? Because this a card <laughs> is not as good as you think it is. Was, like, was, was it so much to ask that it come into play untapped? untapped? Like, yeah. really, Wizards? Like, it already has a limited amount of uses on it. I feel like that it's is. It's a friggin'. Uh, remember how Vivid Lands were? I liked yeah. Vivid Lands. Now you have to pay for it. That's because they were awesome. Because Vivid Lands, you didn't have. Vivid Lands just tapped for a. Like, if Sphere of the Sun was just like, oh, I'll tap for colorless, mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, thanks, Sphere of the Sun. You're the best card ever. Okay. But instead, this card, like, I keep trying to play it in control. I'm like, because I was like, oh man, they made another signet. Right. Oh yeah, man, it's not a yeah. and I got, I got so giddy. I was, I was jumping up and down. So I built the deck. I built it. I built eight signet deck, and yeah. I tried to rebuild Solar Flare, and the deck was good. It looked really good on paper, and it just could not beat 
things that were in the metagame. It, it lost to multiple different decks. And I was like, man, I was so disappointed. Yeah. Because it's just my favorite. Because you love Solar Flare. It, it's just my favorite deck. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the problem I kept running into was this card's not a signet. If, right. if you're yeah. under the assumption this is some kind of signet, you're just stone wrong because it runs out. Yeah. It, you can't play it you're in control. To it just. <laughs> And at that point, I was like, I don't know. Am I supposed to play Tezzeret? So, like, I just have this useless thing on the bo- on the board now. I mean, you can proliferate or blanket with Denzer to put counters back on it. But it's just not, it's just not a, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the card. I really just think it was just, they overcompensated for, maybe it's because they were remembering Vivid Lands. I don't like, know. We got to stop this. We I'm can't cool. let people play whatever they want. A couple years ago, there was the Vivid Lands. And now it's like, well, now you have to pay two for it. And it still comes into play tapped. And once it's out of counters, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of sucks. It, it maybe if maybe if some kind of five color deck emerges or some kind of multicolored deck oh God, that, 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 that only needs to like splash. I mean, and, and keep in mind, like this, this card, <laughs> this card stays in the format for a long, a long period. Time. I mean, like it, we have an entire extra block to go into that. Could, like right now, there's not a lot of gold cards in standard that are seeing play. Like pretty much everything's monocolor right yeah. now. Well, so had, our signet was. Ever flowing chalice before, and that was pretty much our only signet. Yeah, yeah. Is this going to be? Yeah, our but it only the fo- but it warped the format. <laughs> like for for a long time, like after Mindstone rotated out, we didn't get another signet for a I long know. time, and people were like, I. I really, really just I, I could build a great deck if I could just Wrath of God on turn three, but it's impossible. Does I, that? Does that um? Does that action action card mirrored and pure new Phyrexia, whatever? I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's like cost three. Uh, and the it, three. Yeah. Tap is it, for is it colorless mana life. that it generates? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Pretty never cool. Mind. It's three anyway. So yeah. Never mind. It's basically an obelisk for colorless and life. Right. Yeah. It doesn't I, seem off. I don't know. Seems all right. Like it nobody nobody cool. ever constructed with an obelisk, but they were playable it's and limited cold, sometimes. It's cold, yeah. Though. I mean, so, also yeah. we've never seen anything like this before in the game, which is pretty cool. But no, not to. I mean, get off on. Like I, I like that. I like that card. You like sphere? Uh, I do like sphere. It's um like just because I uh, I think that uh, unfortunately it's not a four of, but like. Okay, but it has to be a four. like when you're deck building, like con- concepting what deck you're trying to build, it it begs to be used as a four of. It's got to be a four of because it runs out of counters. Okay, well <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, like you you have to find Not a way to trick it though. Bird. You have to find a way to trick. Like, is Wizards just saying like proliferate? Please, please proliferate. Of course, Any, anybody find a proliferate spell and use it. And that's pretty much how I've figured it. Like, um. I almost feel like Throne of Geth is playable at this point. It could be. Yeah. It's certainly like I'm 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 uh, cringing right now. I'm expecting st- the whole cast to just pile on me. We still have an entire extra set of of more stuff that that's going to pile in that could become that it it could make it even better. I've constructed with Throne of Geth before. Uh, I recently cool. I recently relinked uh, a, a listener uh, in the email. He, w- he was looking for tackle with, with his Lux Cannon deck, and it was yeah. mono-red. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, there was this article that got written about a mono-red deck that, like, it was, like, a, he called it, like, machine red. Right. It and, was, it, well, I think, I think it was Chapin's Big Red, right? Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. And it was like, I don't know, it had interesting concepts, but it just, it wasn't there yet. It th- There wasn't enough cards. It wasn't, yeah. it, it couldn't do enough. Right. And, uh, you know, now that we have a new set, we've got more stuff to do. Like, maybe you go back and explore these old archetypes that, that never really got there, but... They, they died in the concept phase. Right. So, like, Sphere right now, it doesn't seem that good to me. I just, I don't know. I'm disappointed. Okay, so 
Uh, there is a random deck that we've been testing, just one of our brews, and it's got uh, Sphere of the Suns in it. And pretty much it's a destructive force big red deck, just like you were talking about. And we found that uh, post-destructive force, we really want it. But before then, we don't really care if it exists. Except you can't, like, by you the time... Metalcraft but, with it. Yeah, by the actually time, by the time you get, that deck. By the time you get up to destructive force, though, I assume you've had to cast enough things. Like, after I destructive force, this has, like, what, one counter on it? A lot of good it does me then. Like, yeah, I, I broke Destructive Force. Like, I, I won mana over you. Congratulations. We're also playing Icar Wellspring and Throne of Geth. And, okay, uh, yikes. We're going to stop talking about this Icar deck. Icar Wellspring. And, and uh, Contagion Class. Are you it, playing Caravore, too? No. Yeah. It's, it's, because you can, it's because you can make a Signet with two counters and then tap it and make an Icar, Icar Wellspring. How and, about, and then you can also wait. sack it to Throne of Geth to proliferate to get more mana plus draw a card. Can I make a Voltaic Key? And then tap my Sphere of the Suns. We're not and using then use my Voltaic We're talking to about a, untap my Sphere of the Suns. We are talking about a block deck here. So make another mana. <laughs> we were That's using, really good, right? We were using Voltaic Key for a little while, but we weren't anyone. <laughs> it's sad. Sorry. sorry. Double proliferate. Uh, all right. That is, I don't know. I just, I Koth. That's, right. that's, that was the whole point of uh, Chapin's deck. Right. Was proliferate Koth into ultimate. And that's pretty much what we were looking at. Yeah. Also, he also had Lux Cannon as his other other thing yeah you can either just slam cough into a super ultimate on the turn you play him or you can uh destructive force like it's the best use of a cough i've ever seen but it's an interesting archetype let's move on we got we got to keep it going yeah just moving on like i mean like uh some of the other decks that uh the rest of the decks that we have here are velikit and green white quest which are the two decks that i want to talk about but i'm going to give green white quest to anyone who wants to take it so i mean no i mean we can talk about it together all right okay so casby Green White Quest. I know you've been testing with it for a while. Tell me what you've thought about it, and then uh, let me talk about some of the the plays that we have. That I, I like really Vengefines. Like. That's I love all I need Vengefines. to say. Really? I like Vengefines. I love I love the next level Bant, and this is this next level Bant without blue. Mm -hmm. Well, so. what, what we've seen is that there isn't a deck that's abusing Vengevine right now. Right. And I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it after the break. But I don't think I could beat a Vengevine right now. He, the guy seems really really good. Right. And he might be a soft spot in the format that people need to go back and, and explore again. The card is a the card is, you know, top shelf as far as, as tournament playable things go. Absolutely. So this he's is a, the this is the only deck playing it, right? He's a tad awkward right now because of that stupid sword. Yeah. I guess if they're not swinging with that sword and they're playing defense with it, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that seems, seems decent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if I'm attacking you with three venge vines, you want to block one of them, that's okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. My other Vengevine will probably come back at some point. I mean, like yeah. we, we can we can get through yeah. the sword. I mean, okay. The the coolest thing about the deck is that you can just board out the combo package and just be like, well, I really like this aggro deck against your uh, control or your other aggro deck. But when you're playing control or Valakit, I get to put uh, quest into play and then sometimes just blow you out of the water. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like it's it feels very mythic inscription. Not nearly as good, but it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it just, every, like, in, in Mythic Inscription, you just played out stuff that had to be dealt with, yeah. and this has a lot of that. Oh, yeah. It has, like, not, not nearly to the extent that Mythic Inscription did, but it's got, like, the blowout draws where you just blow up in their face turn two or three. It's got, you know, those draws where you're just like, okay, I'm playing a, I'm playing a Fauna Shaman. You're going to kill it? Okay, you lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the three big cards in the deck are uh, Vengevine, Fauna Shaman, Quest. 
And if you can't deal with a turn two Fauna Shaman, then it's a problem. If you can't deal with multiple Venge Vines, then it's a problem. And if sometimes you don't feel like getting blown out by an Argentum Armor <laughs> equipped bird and or any dude, right. um, then that's a problem. So uh, so basically what you just said is that Fauna Shaman and Venge Vine are awesome. And Quest is, in, in my experiences, I've, I've watched you guys play some games, Quest doesn't always seem that awesome. Sometimes it's actually actively bad like, and so instead why don't we just go back and try to find the best fauna shaman venge vine deck because that that's the real combo because the awkward thing is you can just have a whole bunch of flyers and you're like uh these flyers are gonna get there and sometimes they get an argentum armor like there's so many flyers in the deck it's in, it, like evasion is so critical right now yeah. and there's no bane slayers in the format yeah so you don't think that it's better to go back and explore things like black blue green red group red, red blue green the things that we're doing really really good those decks are right, slow right before yeah. besiege came out they're, you, you they're think not the, you think slow that... they were fast for their time they just ha are weak to certain kinds of removal and certain so i the think the main thing is just they don't kill you they don't kill valakut before so the valakut format has just off. passed them by well yeah. just yeah. ramp it's, ramp shoves like, mid-range out of the field depending absolutely on the, depending on what you're playing there's sometimes you're just like well if i play out this fauna shaman he's gonna kill it and mm -hmm. i'm okay with that because i'm just gonna play a squadron hawk and then just fucking get right. him with all these flyers right you know, and or, it's like uh, th these these Glint Hawks, this uh, Sky Sky Fisher, Fisher. The, Sky Hill School. Fisher. No, yeah. absolutely, yeah, that guy's Core Sky guy. Fisher. We could play with Core Sky or uh, the the Sky Hill School to pitch Vengevine. What? What? Oh. Next little bit. Yeah, full circle. Yeah. Uh, what? What? We're doing it. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you steal this one, Chief, and you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, <laughs> let's go on break. Yeah, let's, let's go. go on, let's go smoke cigarettes. Oh, right, just cigarettes. Uh, yeah, just cigarettes. Sorry, it's my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you smoke whatever you want. We're gonna go smoke cigarettes. Yep. We'll see you guys back in a minute. Absolutely. I can't cut the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, come on. <laughs> He's gonna have oh to. I was screaming in the mic pretty loud there. Like, <laughs> right. okay. You have so, an excuse. So no, it's all it's all fodder for the secret cast, oh, which okay. I'm still working on, by the way. Dude, uh, the much hollowed secret cast. The secret cast is going to happen. The secret it's gonna cast happen. For the four people who listen to us. What is it? Wait, so wait, Scotty Mac. <laughs> what is? <laughs> we love you, Scotty. What, uh, two two questions. Uh -huh. One, what is a secret cast? Kay. And two, when do I get my royalties? Uh, one, you'll get royalties when we get royalties. What? That's backwards. Which is never. <laughs> That's the answer to the second question. <laughs> oh. All right. Ah, the cookies. Uh, <laughs> it's the cookies. B? No, A? <laughs> uh, one and then A. Answer, answer to A is uh, never or maybe soon. <laughs> well, I don't... Wait, none of those answered the first question. <laughs> no, never or maybe soon is what? the secret. Because that's okay. Oh wait, right, so that's, no. I'm right, sorry. Said what not when? I use my I use my own numbering system for okay, answers. So oh, what, I'm what sorry. Is answer, the okay, answer cast. two. Answer two B. Answer two B mm -hmm. is the secret cast is a whole bunch of stuff that we can't ever put in a real oh. podcast because it's either 
uh, drunken rambling, mm-hmm. completely racist, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> has no has no purpose in a magic podcast in any way. Yep. Um, so this this is actually sounding a lot like your regular podcast. So I'm wondering. <laughs> oh, about, like, oh, 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 no, no. <laughs> that's the thing we talked about this. Like, what was too horrible? <laughs> yeah, for this for cast, podcast that we could actually put it in this podcast. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> What? Ho- they're no. they're more racist. Like no. they're more drunk. Surprisingly, there's a lot. Oh, speaking so of, did, did, you guys, like... did you guys see Justin Bieber get killed on CSI? Yes, that thing was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I heard hilarious. about this. I didn't oh, see my... the clip. Oh, I, heard about it. I watched it on YouTube like ten times. Around. I heard you discuss the skeleton dance. He was like, oh. uh, the, the, the worst part is that like like they don't have like blood packets that explode on him. He's just like got a red like wet wet t shirt on when they cut back. It's like he's yeah. already got the blood like pouring out of him. Yeah, is his hair blowing in the wind too. Oh, obviously. No, it was it was slow mo too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to sure cut it into a music video. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, even when he dies, he's sexy. It's when he becomes uh, a rap I mean, artist. Um, <laughs> I'm really happy he's that dead. Kid, that kid isn't 18 yet. <laughs> I watched it 12 times in a row. Who I I did have my pants on. Okay, Gaddy. that was actually my next question. <laughs> that is that is true. <laughs> is right. he really not 18? He's not. Uh, no, I'm sure he's, no, he's like he's, fucking 12. Well, I mean, I, like, I know he looks like he's 12, but everybody in Hollywood's 21. Yeah, right. Uh, so really? I will. Be, <laughs> you I think know. all those kids on Glee are freaking in sophomores? Yeah. Who the hell watches Glee? I can't do Him. this podcast. <laughs> We're done. All right. See, see, this is what this is like. Again, we can't put any of this stuff in the podcast. This is all secret cast stuff. Yep. If you if, like, one day, one day there will be a secret cast, and it will be awesome. Okay. All right. Hey, 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 guess what? You know what I heard? What do you hear? I heard that there was this really cool tournament coming up in D.C. And you know what? And that we were going to go to it. We it's All Scrub Land is going to be at a tournament for gonna, friggin' once. Are you guys going to roll deep with the whole crew in D.C.? Yeah. At the 5K? We're going to be like, we're going to be the guys with the posse. You guys uh, going to be, roll, no, gonna be rolling up, snapping your fingers and dancing yeah. with the knives? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, guys, <laughs> let's talk about what we're playing at D.C. <laughs> Um, so Chris Burroughs, uh, surprise, the one trick pony that he is. Valakute! Okay, Valakute is, uh, just the deck that I've been playing for a while. Like, honestly, you can't go to a tournament and, uh, have less than a week's tournament practice with a deck. Oh, yes, you can. (laughs) And expect to do Um, really well. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think I've... expect to do really well. I don't believe I've... I've, I've, I don't think I've ever read a report from someone who's won a pro tour who hasn't been like, yeah, so I arrived at the hotel late, Bull. and they just gave me the deck, and I was like, okay. Bull. Look at Ben Stark. Okay, Ben Stark, maybe. Ben Stark. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, lately, I'll say this, lately, a lot of pros have been like, so they were testing the deck, and it was between these two decks, but everyone else was like, LSV, it's always LSV. LSV was like, play this. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Didn't and Ben Stark yeah. just like totally disregard Team Shakeweight? Uh, what? Probably. Oh, huh? he took team, our picture. Team Shakeweight. What's Team Shakeweight? Whoa. <laughs> look, that look. Shakeweight was on South Park. That we we wash our hands of that. It's no longer. They stole our idea. <laughs> they stole our they idea. took our uh, idea. Fair enough. If anyone out there is listening and and you've seen Team Shakeweight in the past, just it, just, <laughs> just forget it. it. I was actually taking with a picture with a Shakeweight at States this year. Of course year, you were. This past uh, year. Everyone was. The head judges were. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun while it lasted. It was fun while it lasted. Now we're Team Balkusi. Uh, that'll get cut. That'll get cut too. You're gonna have, no. You're just gonna have to come to DC and, and check it out for yourself. Check out. Check but out you can't ball wear the ball koozie. I mean, we're gonna. We're all gonna have them on. They're gonna be exposed. If anyone wants to ask, like, is this like a wrestling cup? Like, like if Allison like, wants yeah, to. If Allison wants to. Well, 
Allison will be there. You know, Allison not? doesn't doesn't judge right now, right? Oh, really? Yeah, oh. Allison Medwin is done judging for a while. She oh. uh, sent her a Facebook, and I was like, hey, you coming? She's like, yeah, no. she's like, mm, yeah. Ooh, ooh. No, she's gone back to school, and oh, well, we're going to miss that. her for a while. Oh, that's and unfortunate. Yeah, no, but uh, Allison, can't. W- I know you listen to the cast. Can't wait to see you back on the run. Hey, JJ. Okay, well, if Jared asks to see the ball keys, I'll show Jared. Right, hey, JJ, Jared, I, have yeah. a qu- I have a question about Jared, your team. Okay. Am I allowed to cop a feel? To, to like just just to, just to confirm on just, the ball on the ball Casey? yeah I just need to make sure that it's that like you're not you know I mean that that's the point that's half the point of the ball Casey. It's, it's just so that you can't actually touch balls yeah and thus so. it's, it's never it's never gay like, yeah if it's, a, if it's a three like okay basically the, the is there a is, secret handshake where you guys like do crotch thr- <laughs> do like crotch thrusts at each other no yes it's, it's, like, it's, it's a silent nod like you were like the nod is like I'm wearing my ball Casey. And, and if they if they respond back off a nod yeah no see they don't have to touch that's the that's the beauty of Team ball koozie. <laughs> you never make eye contact though. No. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, you don't. True. Yeah, you don't that's make true. eye contact. <laughs> you know. That's. I mean, we we basically we talked about it. We had a long discussion about it, uh, and we basically decided that right after we decided that Cobblade was the best deck in standard, that uh, the only the, thing left to do was jerk off. That, no, that, that there were two. <laughs> there were two things that made any threesome gay, and that was if the balls touched or if you looked into other man's eyes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and yep. we, you, you know, outside of blinders, we can't stop <laughs> the latter no. from happening. But for the case of the well, former, in the case of the former, we can at least wear the ball. The ball I don't see. think you uh, like. Are you talking about blindfold? Blinders like a blindfold or blinders like, 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 like a horse? Like, like a horse? Like no, horse. that's even worse because then then it's like you're locked on. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like laser vision. You can't look. Like, you know why the horses wear that? It's so they only have one shot. We've got to go back to the drawing board on this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wearing a blindfold at threesome because I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> It's <laughs> clearly not a part of this conversation. I'm sorry, uh, Chris Burrows, Valakut. Okay, so I hear that I hear that mountains deal damage sometimes. Uh, mountains do deal damage, and you know what? I love you, Drew Levin. Drew Levin, I'm I'm shouting out second biggest man crush behind G- Gerard Fabiano. Uh, this Fabiano's so awesome. I know. Oh, oh God. <sighs> so. Uh, this deck is just so bonkers right now. However, the one thing that I hate the most about it is these f- stupid frigging battlements. And the one thing that I love is the card that I hate the most, in, like, in every iteration of green I've played in the past two years, it's been screw Lotus Cobra. And then I'm like, in this deck, I'm like, oh my god, Lotus Cobra. And then you harrow? Like, it's plus a mana. Chris Burrows, can, can we, can you just, like, Rewind episode ten, where I think you said the exact opposite of everything you just said. I know where you said Lotus Cobra is unplayable. I never want that card. And then you were like, "What the hell, Harrow? That's like negative card advantage. I can't ever play that like, card." I think I, it's always, ironic. It always gets countered every time. I think it's ironic that Conley Woods basically like was like, "Hey, look, here's the first Lotus Cobra deck where like Lotus Cobra just to blow out a violent ultimatum. But then if I don't get the Cobra, I'm still okay." Right. He like was the first person to be like, "Hey, look, here's how you should play Lotus Cobra." Right. And then in Pro Tour Paris, an opponent casts two Primeval Titans on him on turn three using yep. Lotus, yeah. Cobra. Lotus Cobra. Uh, you I know, mean, that, like, that's, that's just bad beats that's just, anyway. That's like everything coming full circle, right? I mean, yep. Okay. Absolutely. No, I mean like. I love uh, this deck because this deck is so much faster and you don't have to rely on making big dudes and summoning trapping and sometimes you don't get it. You're like, oh, this is so focused combo. I'm a huge fan of this. But like... uh, Harrow is so good against all the aggro that I'm expecting to see in DC mm-hmm. that I'm not even sad that I'm playing Valakit. Because I'd play Valakit regardless just because I have so much tournament experience with the deck. 
I mean, like I could I could assume that I could outplay some of the more mediocre control players, but this uh, you don't have to call me out like that. Come on, man. Also, th- I was this, looking at you, Jay. Look, this deck Damn, has a, this deck has a pedigree, and I don't think anyone will look down on you for playing it. Absolutely not. I, don't, uh, I, don't I think f- I think plenty of people look down on playing it, but they're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Those are those people that don't matter. <laughs> exactly, Charles Lee. So, sorry, sorry, <laughs> little people. I mean, Charles Lee going up a smirch. He plays these waves where like there's a he best plays deck. Blue green Genesis wave. He can't look down at his nose. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I mean, every every meta game goes through these waves where there's a best deck, and then someone techs a deck to beat that best deck, and then right. the best deck comes back with its own tech, and it's the best deck again. And so now. Like, I do feel like if people really are picking up this Tezzeret thing uh, that I'm not a huge fan of, but I still understand why it is what it is, uh, Tezzeret does apparently just beat the balls off of this deck. Like, um, there's just a lot of really bad things that can happen. Like... Well, if they just turn three a five-five creature, like, yeah, it's just like bad, right? it's a really fast clock. Sometimes, like they can, like their nut draw is a really fast clock, which is a problem because you can't chump block because you need all of your dudes. And my, I'm gonna, I'm gonna release the tech. Um, I'm, I feel like dro- I'm dr- gonna be dropping uh, the battlements. I'm gonna be replace. Okay, there's a three-part swap. Uh, the pyroclasms that were in the board are gonna become bolts. Those are gonna go main, and the overgrown battlements are gonna go in the board. And from Drew Levin's list for that second place to Indy. And the reason for that is because I need some kind of interaction with my opponent. Uh, there are so many aggro matchups where a lightning bolt would just be a thousand times better. And you don't get blown out by a random like, hey, I blocked your goblin guide for value. Oh, wait, I lost my ramp spell and you killed my blocker. Like, that just seems just feels I told bad. you how to solve that problem. Okay, let's hear it again. Ness Invader. No. Is it possible to play Growth Spasm? Like, because... Also, no. Growth Spasm was okay, but Spell Pierce is really Why kind is of all over the place. But the reason that Nest Invader is bad is because uh, at least Overgrown Battlement has the uh, like uh, opportunity to be blocking Goblin Guide two or three times if they don't have the burn spell. But when they have it, it's a blowout. However, Nest Invader only gets to block it once, and you only get the value once. Whereas, I mean... Sometimes they're going to block. Like, I'd rather play that game where they're like, hey, I'm bluffing you. I've got the burn spell. And you're like, okay, block. Like, I'd rather, I'd, I would so much rather play that game. Oh, hang on. By the way, I have a question. Uh, run the Lost Troll. What the about Lost it? Troll. Are you playing him? Yeah. Do you think he's good? I no. don't think he's, <laughs> I don't think he's very good. <laughs> I think he's all right. Like, it's just, you just. Good. Need, Th- I feel like good. Thank is just you. better than that guy. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, thank you. You just need you all the thank you. Bella. Yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> because basically <laughs> you just said, you, basically you, you just said, Daniel, you're right. You're, you're right, Daniel. You're, you're, you're I'm not right. saying that you're <laughs> doing the last troll. Meh. Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm play not saying playing meh. Stoneforge Mystics in Valakut. God. What? Exactly. Naya Valakut. That's what I'm saying. There you go. The thing is, Get there. Um, Day Judgment is never really bad against Valakut, but since the plan for new Valakut is not Titan Ramp, which is what they called my frigging state stack, which is, it definitely wasn't what it was. Uh, it, but it's not. It's no longer make a bunch of dudes and also have a secondary plan of oh, randomly I get to kill you with these Valakut triggers. It's like these Valakut triggers kill you every game, and sometimes this Avenger gets you too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and if you take edge my Valakut, it's this guy. How many, yeah, how many times you. have you successfully killed someone of Avenger like in blue, against like a blue white player? Which iteration? 
Just, they all play three day judgment. Well, because my old iteration had four Avenger. Well, oh. no, no, it didn't even. It only had the two Avenger because I switched it out. I mean, have you ever managed? Have you ever just like the, fourth, the third of the fourth Avenger? I killed people with Avengers all the time in that oh, deck. Okay. Like I killed people with Avenger like maybe four or five times on the day. Okay. Even against blue white players, like they just sometimes they just didn't have it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Joey I mean, Page. Joey Avenger Page. is best against Joey. Poor Joey. Joey Page. How would you do that to Joey? He lost. He lost to both me and Ali at stage. Our our friend Joey uh, is. I would say I think he's a good player. He, he just has player. his problem. He has his problem. We have to call the five O wall. Where yeah. He can go five O. But he's, he's just not can't gonna, he's not do anything that. else after he, that. He missed day two in Atlanta to just like to to a lack of rules knowledge, which was right. unfortunate. I don't want to get into it, but like again, like he's right on the cusp, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a heartbreak story. Yeah, and Sorry. he's a, he's a relatively uh, new player, and he's still like just I mean, and he doesn't even test with any of like the, no, he doesn't really test. Them. I mean, he tests the VCU with the Magic Club right. and everything, but he doesn't test with any of the big names in the area, no. and he's, he's just, just really good just player. good on his own. Really. Yeah. Okay, so Chris, you're playing Valakut. Oh, um, you, like, you like your chances? I like my chances. Uh, the deck is more explosive than it used to be, and uh, I feel like even though Avenger was the best card in the old deck, it is the worst card. The worst. Once again, I can't say the worst card because I think Overgrown Battlepin is the best, worst card in the new deck. <laughs> but uh, it's the it's the second worst card in the new deck, which is kind of mind shattering for me, and they, or mind breaking. But. <laughs> But it's still pretty good. So who's going next? Who's 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 going to be playing what at DC? Um, I'm like I said, I'm I'm taking a number of decks. Um, right now I'll, I'll say I'm playing I'm playing Cago. Yeah. Uh, just because I've been playing Blue and Control for a while, and it's just the best deck, quote unquote. Yeah. That being said, if I wake up tired or hungover and just not really in the mood to think all day. Vampires. Then I'll probably just play Vampires or Green My Quest. <laughs> so uh, JJ, what are you playing? No, uh, well, Cas, you gotta hey, talk can, to me more about Cas. Yeah, talk to us about Cargo. We haven't actually. Burroughs talked to us for like yeah. ten minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talk to us more. Discuss. Oh, what What do you want to know? Like, I wanna, why I do you know, like those decks? I want to know. Okay, so talk to so, us about some technical play. Do you on. always go for turn two Stoneforge Mystic, even if your opponent's in the play against oh, like me? a control deck? Yeah. Um, if, you, is it that important? You just push it? No, 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 no. What? What? I, I don't know if I'm playing it right or not. Okay. Um, but I always want to. I always want to resolve a Squadron Hawk. Hmm. Like Squadron Hawk, I feel like is like the most important part of that deck. Okay. Um, whether or not that's true or not, I feel like that's the one that just gives you the most facets for your game plan. Okay. Like, Squadron Hawks can do things by themselves as mm-hmm. Kibler displayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Stoneforge Mystics just kind of increase your clock on certain deck against for certain decks okay. and control the, your opponent in other decks. You okay. know, like, it's just, you have to have Squadron Hawks. Yeah. Like, Stoneforge Mystic is awesome. It's, I, I like what Stoneforge Mystic did to this deck. That being said, Stoneforge Mystic isn't going to be smashing through things as much as a Squadron Hawk is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you have to resolve a Squadron Hawk. Like I'll, I'll run out of Stoneforge Mystic if he's got Counter Magic counter. because yeah, because okay. I want to resolve a Squadron Hawk. Okay, I see. Um, and like I said, I don't know if that's right or not, but I think that deck. I think one of the main things that make that deck so good is because it's it's very very forgiving on like your there's multiple lines of play and choosing quote unquote the wrong one isn't necessarily going to exactly it's not backbreaking like with uh, regular control reminds me of the blue white tap out list like sometimes you were just like I don't know if Marshall coup for three is the right option here but I'm just gonna do it because there's any more Marshall coups in my deck from a million other like expo you know whatever spells that are powerful Um, I will also say (laughs) that um, like I like the fact that it's got game plans like I like decks that have just different game plans I hate like all in things. Like I, that's why I don't like Kadatha Red. I don't think I'll ever play Kadatha Red or any Red Deck Wins variant. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The Egger decks that I will probably play. Um, I like Vampires and Green White Quest, both because they have explosive draws and they have consistency and they have a game plan. They get a game beat. Now, Green White Aggro is. Green White Aggro? You think it's it, consistency? Yeah. Green White Quest, yeah. It's pretty. Like, okay, now. <laughs> it's it's a lot better than the White Weenie one because the White Weenie oh, one, you course. couldn't win. Right. You couldn't win if you didn't resolve a quest, really. Right. You're just playing right. a bad aggro deck. Right. right. Um. Now what this, this is actually does, kind of a good aggro deck plus right. quest. You're just like, okay, well now I've got now now I'm just playing Pawn <coughs> and Shaman and Vine. Mm-hmm. It's right. like, who cares what the fuck the other fifty two cards are? Right. I'm playing Pawn and Shaman and Vengevine. Right. And everything else around it just kind of just pushes those two cards. Now um, I do want to talk about some of the trick plays that Squadron Hawk brings brings to the deck, as well as Vengevine itself. If you're on the draw and you have some Vengevines in your hand and you've got the well, two Memnites or um, a Memnite and a Glint Hawk, fuck this play. Okay, go on. You can just like <laughs> just like the old dredge decks, if you just wanted to discard Haha, <laughs> Bridge for Below. It's yeah, the worst from below. You just draw your card and it's you're like Alright, I'm done. Vengevine. I will say this. <laughs> don't ever do this. I did this against DC earlier playing vampires. Don't even I basically played a uh, Bant Quest of a splash for blue for Trinket Mage at uh states. This is another way to recur uh Vengevine and get right. trigger quests on the uh, triggers on the quest, whatever. Uh, and I will say that every every game when I had like one or two Vengevines on hand and I just I was on the draw and just 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 like pitched them right in the yard. When I turned, I think one time turn three, I was like Memnite, Ornith- my my land, my quest, my Memnite, my Ornithopter, my Ornithopter, get two Vengevines in the yard, swing in. Every game where I did anything even remotely close to that play, yeah. like I just won. Like it's just too much right. pressure that early on. It's, Absolutely. You know, Can I just say that's humiliating to sit across from the table and have your opponent like, where you're like you're like I'm keeping you're, you you look at the seven card hand, you're like this is a reasonable key. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a good interactive game. There's mm-hmm. gonna be all kinds of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. You're like land go, and they're like okay draw. Think card. about it. Mm, Vengevine to my yard. <laughs> And they're like, yeah. and, like, it's like this isn't. Yeah, sorry. you're like, we're I'm not. Like, this isn't going to be a game of magic. I understand. Right? I understand that that is like a sneaky line that that might be good, but god damn it! I think just, I think swing just, for four on turn one seems pretty uh, good. My friend, <laughs> pretty good. my friend Michael Bennett said well, it best. Turn two. He well, sits, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I'm playing against my friend Eric Johnson, and Michael Bennett comes. And he sits down. This is at states, and he's watching. And I've got like two squadron hawks, and they're beating down. I think one's got a. I can't remember one had some piece of equipment on it. And he's just like. It's like you're playing against a fucking draft deck. Yeah. And and I got there me, against Old Drug Green, Mono Green, Old Drazi Ramp. Like Squadron Hawks just. Look, let me just. Let me just, just get there. Let me just say this. We're going to put this issue to bed. When you make that play, I lose respect for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't care who you are, how good you are. I lose respect for you Even when you if make a, that play. You, it's a good play. When when the, when the slip gets signed two one. Yeah. And they, Please. Then the, your okay. opponent loses respect so, for you. Then I'll be upset about it. <laughs> I hope that it puts you on tilt for the rest of the day. It every will. Time it I'm going to go home and drink. <laughs> and if that makes you feel good because you discarded your Vengevine on the first turn without any play, used to be here's bridge a, here's or another, Here's another interaction. Okay, if it's bridge or Icarid, I'm not going to lose respect for you. That's a good play. That's called manaless dredge. If you don't have any mana to play, then it seems like a pretty good play. Yeah. But if you're sitting there looking at... Mm, seems like t- turn two, okay, four, it's infuri- three. It's infuriating yeah, to me. It, goes, it flies in the face of everything magic should be. Don't you really? understand? No. You're, I mean, you're corrupting the essence of magic. Okay, you can take I, this whole conversation and just place Vengevine of Dredge, and the, it doesn't change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Well, uh, I'm gonna, what, what were you no, saying? No. I was going to say that... Uh, <clears throat> I was just gonna. I don't know if anyone's ever like examined like lead the stampede, but it also allows some really nutty like right, yeah. type of opening. Well, that's too. that's things I was talking about. I was, that's how we were on our cigarette right now. I was like, you know, like I, when I made the deck, I built it to kind of test with, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, I just want to be, you know, un- just have another deck for us to be in our Play, gauntlet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the more I played it, I was like, oh, this, you know, this feels very not not conscription ish, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it has that feel of just 
have an explosive draw and just being an aggressive deck on its own without the explosive draw. And like a lot of times I'm just sitting there with like a board that's just like cluttered and I'm like, oh, how good would Beastmaster essentially be right now? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, that's what I was finding. Was you just... know, like just like or like, you know, you know, so, I've got like three Vengelines on my board, no cards in my hand. I was like, oh, how good would Lee the Stampede be right now? Like, Sometimes yeah. you don't have the quest, they kill your Fauna Shaman, and, and card casting Vengelines <laughs> is, it's, it's, you know, it's okay. It's He's a good guy, but just like sometimes it's not strong enough against the type of decks you have, yeah. you know? One of the. Chris Burroughs, tell me about one more sweet play one with more this sweet green play. white Vengevine Adjunctive Armor deck. That's right. <laughs> uh, is just to even just play a Squadron Hawk with Vengevines in hand, fill your hand, overfill it, oh, duh. and you put some Vengevines in the UI. Okay. And that's that's a play and I can that's respect. Not, that's not something that's, oh, duh. I just want to talk about things that I don't know that everyone knows. Yeah, there okay. are some players right. who I think would definitely miss an interaction like that. Okay. I just wouldn't think about it. That's a play I can respect. I'm not going to get mad at you if you do something that that, that it resembles actual magic. Oh, so that's techy enough, but yep. the other thing is too cute, yep. basically? It is far too cute. Sorry, I hate doing cute things. Pure <laughs> magic only. And, and I'm gonna, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Talk over. I'm taking over. I'm taking Talk over. Talk about your deck. I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys it. why I hate the fact that this Vengevine blood gas retardedness is is just making me angry. Exists uh, because the deck he's gonna play. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm I'm super weak to things that have recursion naturally that have no resources associated they with them. They gave us disintegrate and besiege. Run Red Sun Zenith. Bam. There you go. <laughs> Red Sun Zenith for two. God damn it, Remove JJ. Your You're gas. right. <laughs> You're just so right. You're right. We tested for, for two. We tested for hours. You well, never came up one. with this, yeah. man. Yeah. Some testing partner you are. You gotta wait till the podcast. Maybe you're not gonna make me look like a fool. <laughs> All right, look. Episode ten. Go back. Listen to it. Go on the podcast Facebook page. Find my deck list. You will know that I have an affinity for a many, many Jaces. More Jaces than are, than anyone should ever play. Counterburn Jaces. Only, only after yeah. people tell them how bad it is. Nine Jaces. <laughs> Nine Jaces is how many Jaces I played at states. And if I can get away with it, I'll up it to ten. I'll go. To, I'll go to ten oh Jaces. Oh my gosh! I'll go all the way up to ten Jaces for DC. Jaces if I, if, I, if I have to. <laughs> no, Jason, no, Jason 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 yes. no, if I have to. And and you know what? He like, had at a, states. Jaces Erasure in the board. At right? state. No, I I wish I did. Oh, you wish you at, did, sta right. at states, I, I got into a matchup where I really wish that I did have a Jaces Erasure right. in the board because it would have been the sickness. It would have been completely insane. Yeah. I have people. I have people like leaving the room right now because of this insane Jaces Erasure tech. Um, what I'm playing, guys, is Blue-Red Counterburn. And Blue-Red Counterburn is... Uh, so you're definitely playing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I understand. I understand this. No, no, I understand this looks like a joke deck. No, no, no. no, no, no it doesn't at all. We, we played no, a few no. games against Kago, and you just had... A good game against. Kago. Okay, so so here's the game plan. Really here's the yeah. game plan of red blue counterburn is essentially you're gonna one for one your opponent over and over and over mm -hmm. with things like mana leak, spell pierce, flame slash, main deck four of, mm -hmm. burst lightning, uh, the new addition four of slagstorm. Slagstorm, yeah. Uh, which which is how you really get your card <laughs> advantage, and then uh, then you move into things that are winning you the game, getting you more card advantage. Uh, the whole deck just buries you in card advantage. Three, three small Jace, four big Jace, four Frost Titan, one Inferno Titan, which those numbers will probably change. We're realizing Inferno Titans is a lot better. Pretty darn good in this metagame. So, so some number of Titans, and then Jace's Ingenuity, which brings it up to nine. If I can, if I can justify it, I'll try to play ten. I'll try to get a Jace's Erasure on the board, just to, just to one up myself. Yeah. And, and 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 to be fair, in control matchups, this is the kind of deck that really will grind and grind and grind. Yeah. Because uh, we were we were playing against Black Red Vampires or or uh, what was I playing? Like I was playing against Kago, and I just I just kept winning the games. 
And I was like, well, maybe you should try to play your cargo deck more like trying to be the control. It's like, how the hell am I supposed to be the control? Everything yeah. you have is control. You don't have a single aggro card in your entire deck. Yeah. You like you're literally never gonna try to aggro me. So regardless of how like control aggro I try to play, if you I play can't control, be more control you play Drago you. forever until you've just got more counter spells <laughs> and you resolve that Jace. Yep. Exactly. Basically. So And I, it's like you you know, that was the thing. Like I never wanted to force out a Jace because I was just like, are you just gonna play a fucking garbage Jace into it? Yep. And then play as good one the next turn. Yep. And yep. like, you know, that, he's gonna just Bolt my Don't call it garbage, Jace. What? <laughs> I mean, like the you're right, you're the right, entire Kat, game. <laughs> the entire game. The game plan is to sit there and have I don't know between four and seven cards in your hand at any given time because for one, you just want to make your opponent feel like shit. But I mean, you also you're also just gaining all these advantages over and over throughout the game, and you're you're grinding them to a halt until you take over with one of your titans. So, what do you think rises. about consecrated sphinx as one of your finishers? Mm. It doesn't beat the other titans. Also, no, but it always has four to seven cards in your hand. Oh. So if that's all you want, then you should just play Consecrated Sphinx. Yeah, honestly. I don't. If I how, how sick is Consecrated Sphinx with... Jace Valerian. Jace's Erasure? Yes. Oh. Okay. In... In... in uh. Okay, avoid, avoiding avoiding another tragic mistake, I'm just going to ask you, what does Consecrated Sphinx do? Consecrated Sphinx is the mythic from the new set. Consecrated He's Sphinx the 4-6 uh, guy. Every time your opponent draws a card, you draw two. Yep. How much mana does he cost? He's Four and two blue. Six. He's a he's Titan cost. <laughs> I'd rather play a Titan. Yeah. I would rather this just have... Flies. Okay. Doesn't matter. My Titan has... He draws Titan, cards. locks something down. My Titan has Can't be. awesome You're just straight trying on it. to provoke him here. I'm not trying to provoke him. I would rather play a Destruct... <laughs> if I'm going to add another win condition... I think is playable for a lot of reasons. I don't like, think you don't. I don't. I just don't think you get any actual card advantage off of him. Like if he does, wait, 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 stop, stop. I mean, you'll if, get you're just, if you're just like, okay, I'll drop this consecrated sphinx, and they're like, okay, uh, into your turn, I'll doom blade him, go for throw him, any number of things that happen to him. You're just like, oh, well, I wish I'd at least gotten three damage in, or I'd lap lock down something of yours, or I'd gotten something in my graveyard or sun titan, like I, or grave titan. There's still two zombies lying around, you know, like for six. Oh, Evil Titan, there's two lands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like for six casting costs, I feel like it needs to be something that just like Dude, I don't care what the numbers on that guy is. It could be a seven drop three three flyer. The fact that he says that you can draw that many cards, yeah, I mean, you, you can can't. make it good. Hmm. That guy is nuts. Like I, I'm not I'm not gonna deny there are good interactions with that card. Yeah. And, and now that now that you've said it, I do remember what card it is, I promise. Uh <laughs> the the thing is there are just in in that <laughs> casting cost, there are so many more things that I would want to do. I'm not I'm not completely ruling it out. Maybe you'll see me in DC playing that card, but um, I really like win conditions that are in a nice little package by themselves. This guy doesn't he doesn't protect himself. He doesn't really create any problems for your opponent. He doesn't he, do he, anything on his own. Like I yeah. like I agree that I agree that my swings game for plan four in the air. I agree that if I was playing Grand Slayer swings for five in the air. If I was playing a complete theme deck, I would I would be more than happy to She does. She uses white sun passage every time she Shut connects. the fuck up. If I was playing a complete <laughs> theme deck, I would be more than happy to uh have this card in there because then then I'd be like, yeah, my theme is having more cards. But the, the, <laughs> I mean like if if I could it's just, a great theme. Yeah. Like, <laughs> theme. Yeah, like I, I I want that to be the name of the theme deck. Like more cards. <laughs> like you're like, that's the stampede, that's white lightning, and this is more cards. <laughs> you just buy that one. Um that for the Charles Lee pre-con invitational, right? Oh yeah. Just buy more cards. Oh yeah. Uh what I what I really want in a win condition is something that uh is able to, you know, 
defend itself and and just be the total package. This guy doesn't seem like total package. He doesn't defend himself, and that that's really one of the the worst spots about it is that he doesn't have any immediate impact on the board. He's also kind of a slow clock. I agree, evasion is pretty good, but evasion is a little bit irrelevant based on what my game plan is. The game plan is to make sure that you're not doing anything over there. So yeah. regardless of what ha- <laughs> regardless you do, of what I'm you have, uh, it should be in the graveyard. I'm sorry, buddy. And that's part of the reason why I, I, I understand I'm weak to Avenge Vines and Bloodgast, and hopefully I just don't play those decks. Um, I more than I'm more than happy to play against Valakut and Kago yep. all day long. Yep, I'll play against those decks all day long. Faster going up, faster going up. Long. I'll play against Tezzeret all day long because I'm just playing a better control deck. Um, if they make a turn one Goblin Guide, it's going to be real bad for me. Uh, Redux, really? of, Redux of states. The reason I lost was I kept a hand that was like Spell Pierce, Negate, and a J Speller in, <laughs> and he goes a uh, Goblin Guide, yeah. and I'm like, mm, yikes. Wait, this isn't so gonna go have, well. Do you have a good game against vampires? If they don't have blood gas, yeah. So you, you you're so hoping to play vampires decks with no blood gas? I mean, I understand they're gonna have it, but <laughs> I didn't say that it was a good matchup. So whatever. We we're getting a note from off stage. Tezzeret is aggro, not, not control. control. All right, well that's fine. I'll beat them anyway. <laughs> that's fine. I don't care. What are they, what are they gonna do? What am I scared of? Oh yeah, uh, So what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. My deck is the best and I'm going to win. So, have end con- of story. Have JJ, you- what are you playing? I was actually just as an addendum. Had you ever considered, had you considered Sphinx of Draw or just not, not a big fan yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. Or- like if I was going to play an evasion flyer mm-hmm. uh, that, that really played into it, I'd play that over the Consecrated Sphinx. Okay. I, th- well, I, mean, S- I think Sphinx of Draw Isle seems very good. <laughs> um, it rivals Titans. Uh, the problem is that it doesn't fight Titans. Mm-hmm. However, this is yeah. not the kind of card that needs to fight a Titan. Right. Um, Something I haven't decided yet is if I'm playing Destructive Force mm-hmm. in the deck or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can play Destructive Force either out of the board or in the main deck. Yep. Uh, just as a finisher that uh, my Titans can survive right. and kind of put the game away on lock. Where, whereas sometimes you end up in a situation where they just keep on drawing gas and you're like, I can't. I can't like have my win condition and stop you at the same time. This deck is it, well, it, really it has like, it has holes, but it's a strategy I really really like to play, and that's all I want out of this weekend. I mean, like, and I have well, better I have better things to do than play test standard right now. So I'm gonna play a deck. I'm gonna have a ton of fun playing and red blue counter burn. While I understand that some people get frustrated by playing retarded shit like what I'm doing, mm-hmm. uh, they, they they're just gonna have to put up with it because I really enjoy these kinds of decks. And at the same time, I have to say that it's not a terrible choice because you actually really do have a good uh, meta game. Like a good game against one of the best decks in the meta game, mm-hmm. so that's not awful. So your Valka matchup is fine. It's, it's pretty good. It's acceptable. It's not a hundred. Like it's out not a hundred percent, but I'd say it's favorable. Out of the board, we have so many targets for summoning trap, and we bring summoning trap in that it might be difficult, but it's not impossible. It. I, I'm not going to say that it's a blowout, mm-hmm. but it's probably favorable. Yeah. And uh, you're hoping that they play walls because you've got those flame slashes now. Red blue counter burn, baby. Look for it, JJ Griffin. And, and yeah, what are you what are you playing for DC? Oh, yeah. What are you playing, buddy? Uh, I am playing a blue white uh, variant. variant, like basically a hard. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You're playing that deck? I know what. Yep. Angel fire, baby. I you am, just you just played tested tonight, right? Uh, uh, yeah, for okay. like a few hours. Right? Okay, so anyway, I'm playing uh, a blue white variant, like a permission control deck uh, that basically uses uh, just about the entirety of the deck is instant speed, uh, and it uses one of its win conditions is white sun zenith. 
Um, now, of course, how many whites in Zenith does this blue white deck play? Uh, two few, two feels like too little, but three feels like too many, so I'm going for two. Okay. Um, is that your main win condition, or do you have other things? Um, actually, usually uh, I jace people out. Um, yep. yes. Pop, yeah. Sometimes popular choice. Sometimes usually you jace people out. Uh, Elspeth is is there. There's she. A lot of times people just kind of like you nuke their board. You drop Elspeth. Nuke their board and they just kind of scoop them up or whatever. But yeah. uh, actually, I would say that you like fifty percent of the time is Jays, fifty percent of the time it's Whites on Zenith. That's the uh, normal way that. The colonnades just yeah. throwing incremental damage here and there. Yeah, yeah. they do. I mean, a lot of times you're just like, uh, I mean, because of, of damage off fetch lands and stuff. Sometimes you're just like Whites on Zenith for like six tokens at the end of your turn, and then the t- tokens and the colonnade just get in for the yeah, entire for life total turn. And you're like, oops. Uh, it just it just tries to take advantage of the fact that no one's really playing a card permission control. You have these decks like Tezzeret and where like if they even like old blue white, like pre cobble blue white, were like, or even blue black, were just like they're not particularly threat dense. So if you just run, if you're running like ten counter spells or something, you just you you know like for example, you've got Stoker Bottle cancels, mind break traps, stuff like that. You just let like a Tez deck, you just let it ramp or do whatever the hell it wants, and you just counter the Jaces and Tezzerets. Yeah. The rest of the deck doesn't do a whole lot. Um, the same thing with like the old. Now the, it was good against the old blue whites. Uh, I'm doing a lot of work trying to fix up its matchup against Cobblade because I had the deck before Paris. Cobblade came out and I'm like, hmm, turn two Stoneforge Mystic is really bad against my deck, actually. That's the one spell, problem spell that I can't stop. And yeah. I mean, you know, I've, it's got main board into the Royals and things like that, but I think my, I think I'm, Burroughs is going to hate me for this, but I think I might just need to just go for just a bunch of divine offerings on the board because uh, if they try to counter your divine offering, you, you have the counter spells to fight any counter war over that card. And as soon as, I, I just feel like... T- when they when they're when they can just resolve a squadron hawk and get three more in hand, like if you trade removal one for one or even like try to two for one off of like pyroclasms and stuff, they're just or or day for example any type of sweeper, they're <coughs> going to win that card advantage war eventually. You right. know, like you're just you're trading a bolt or pyroclasm or something for like one maybe two of their guys and. I have right. a query. Yes. Uh, when you're playing a blue white control deck, yes, are you playing? S- the same linears, or at least some of the same linears, as the Cobblade deck. Are you playing Stoneforge Mystics? Are you playing it's, the Hawks? Are you playing any of those cards? Are you a complete? Are you are you a complete departure from the, yeah, what, the, the, what the blue white decks that did well in Paris are yeah, doing? The, yes, the entire the entirety of the deck is just basically just counters into the Royal Sweepers and then the five Planeswalkers, three Jason, two Elspeth. You run the two Elspeth because just you don't have any permanents outside of again Jason. If you've got Jason in the field for a turn if you want to tap with jace you're probably gonna win that game regardless uh so just if you just have like the elspeth sometimes you just drop her take her up to six and i mean against tezzeret or even like cobblade for example like the first game i played at least in playtesting against burrows right i mean, should just get elspeth down he had Solvak Lifestaff and uh sword and play and everything but also just went straight up yep and i had the tectonic edge for his colonnade and she's like boom wipe out your artifacts you know and Beyond that, like once you know, like get stuff like Gideon and stuff. Yeah, you don't care about that guy. You're just like, yeah. uh, he's swinging in. I'll make six cat tokens. You know, I'll block your Gideon. I'll swing it if my ten cat tokens. Uh, it's not like I said. It's not a, like it's a stellar deck or anything like that. It's a fun deck. Uh, I have like twelve fucking cat tokens printed out. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to drop them all into play at the end of my opponent's turn. I just, there's no instant speed removal. I think this is just silly that they yeah. didn't. Incorrect. Consume the meek will wreck you. Yeah. Which, yeah. No one, which no one plays. Because everyone plays that. <laughs> I was, if, Although, if I wasn't playing red blue counterburn, I would be playing blue black old school trinket mage control. You would get owned by Cobblade. Probably, which is yeah. why I'm not playing okay. the deck. Yeah, okay. But I was like, that if, heck if, if I could, I would love to play old school trinket mage control. <laughs> so, Daniel Stale, tell me about what beer you're drinking this you week. Want, you want me to take us home with this beer review? Take us yeah, home with this beer it. review. So you didn't I, even tell me what you were getting when you went to the store. Well, Let's okay, see. because I didn't go to the store to get this beer. This is a beer that I got. From your good buddy Tim at the draft that we had for Chris Casby's birthday, XDF birthday, XDF birthday. It's you can true. fill in the blank. Uh, I'm 31. That is too old. That's, <laughs> oh my God. Why are you playing magic card? <laughs> no. It's okay. No, it's fine. I'll just bleep it. It's cool. Especially uh, enough, if, if, especially <laughs> enough, if Fuentes ever gives you shit for your age and magic like he did to Flores. Oh, boy. We're going to beat him. He will beat him down. Oh, yeah. buddy. Straight All beat right. him and his bay po- fake bay hoodie down. <laughs> so we, we were running dangerously low on beers of the week. And thank you, everyone, for sending in requests for beer. We're going to uh, go buy the vets. I'm too I am, lazy to go to the store and get no, those no, no, Hang on, guys. <laughs> we have I, to get those now. I am dead serious. We get an equal amount of requests for beer reviews as we do deck lists every single week to the yeah. Scrubland Podcast at gmail.com account. It is it is completely true. Uh, so the 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 ale that we have this week is Two Hearted Ale, and Two Hearted Ale has a picture of a fish on it. Word. I think it's a salmon. Let me <laughs> do salmon. I don't really know. Do salmon have two hearts? Uh, Probably. Go go gadget Google. Mm, we're uh, gonna you say. Have the in the group. We're gonna that say yes. Me. I don't know. Like, don't fish have a line all the way down their body that acts like ears or something? Fish are what? weird. I don't really know. They that have, like, like a electromagnetic. That's like, a thing. Yeah. Field. They're like yeah. robo fish. Uh-huh. Well, all fish cool. are robots. See, you can't. I mean, they might as well all be robots. I'm allergic to fish and shellfish, and I can't eat fish. What? Well, how do you more so about fish than we do? So, yeah. okay, well, you live on the James River. You're allergic to fish. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Live in the yeah. James River. This is where I said on the casting. James River. No, no, no. no. In, <laughs> in the James River. We're we are under this from the James River. <laughs> we are under the sea. Uh, this beer might be sea made by fish. Style. It might be made by fish. It might be made of fish. <laughs> Does it taste like fish? It tastes a little bit fishy, but I wouldn't really know because I'm allergic to them and I haven't ever eaten them. So I couldn't really say. Can you breathe? Yeah. It's well, probably it's not fish not. well, it's probably more beer than fish. Probably. From what I, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm guessing. Can we get the, can we get the fish proof on the so, bottle? So, like, does it say, does it so, Tim, yeah. so Tim bought this beer and just said, hey, this is for the, the podcast? Or? No, he brought it over and he said, this is my favorite beer and I get drunk on it all the time. And I said, oh, sick. Let me steal one for the podcast. It's so, his favorite beer. He said he got wasted on it like three nights in a row. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Tim, I hope you listen to this cast. I, I mean, I've this got wasted on Natty wasted Ice on before <laughs> a number of nights in a row. So I don't know. Natty Ice is definitely not my <laughs> favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, it's brewed in uh, Comstock, Michigan. It's some kind of cute little micro ale. It's a. Uh, and I'm just going to read the description because it'll probably do a better job than I ever could. In India, pale ale style, well suited for the adventurous trips to the Upper Peninsula, which is where I hail from, everyone. Uh, the Upper I'm, Peninsula of India? Holy no, shit. The upper, I don't fucking care. Keep the, going. The upper, <laughs> the upper Peninsula of Michigan, you assholes, where this is brewed. You, none of you would know that. Nope. India doesn't have an Upper Peninsula. India? 
It's at an it's Indian got, it, it is a peninsula. However, <laughs> it juts out into the Indian Ocean. Okay. This has been a geography lesson during your beer lesson. <laughs> We're taking geography lessons from We're next leveling you here. This is next level beer review at this point. Uh, oh, there's more. American Malts and Enormous Hops additions give this beer a crisp finish and an incredibly floral hop aroma. Bellsbeer.com. Uh, 7% alcohol by volume, and it doesn't mention fish anywhere, which is probably why I'm not dead. I mean, it's from, it's from, it's from Michigan. It's got to have fish in it. It tastes a little bit fishy, but it doesn't say that it has fish in it. So, I mean, not that you would know you've never had fish. I've been in fish restaurants. Have you ever I've fish? smelled fish. <laughs> did you? I assume, you it's, I assume it tastes like it smells. Salmon tastes nothing like it smells. Oh. oh. Salmon's delicious. Well, does it taste like this beer? You'll never know. I already drank it all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so good. The world will never know. Uh, enough about this beer. I'm going to give this beer uh, one heart out of two hearts. Because it is a two-hearted ale. Wow. That's, only 50-50? Look, it's only got two hearts. I can't give it anymore. Uh, okay, if I uh, gave it two hearts, it'd be uh, 100%. Each heart, each heart has two valves. So let's say there how many go. valves out of four. Yep. Uh, Scrubland's valves go up to five. Just to point that out. <laughs> each, heart has, each heart has four valves in it. That it's means bad, it's got eight it's bad, valves. Uh, final tap reference. Look. Okay. <laughs> look. I, it's got one heart out of two. Leave it alone. That's mean. This fit. Look. <laughs> I can't do any better than that, all right? I'm sorry. Is it, is it two, two, and sorry. Half, two and a half balls? What's your opinion? What's your honest opinion on the beer, like, on, on the ale? It was beer. It tasted pretty good. It was, a little, bit, it was good. a little bit fishy, and I was kind of disappointed. You know, next week we're going to do Natty Ice. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, 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 no. We're, gonna, we're, we're, going, we're going back. We've got, we're, we're going to get on the internet, and we're going to find a way to find these beers. I am dead serious. We, I, we I have, told you where to go. We have a dozen beer requests. I like thank you everyone for sending in requests for beer. I literally have a dozen beer requests to do on the podcast. I got an idea. How about this? If you want your beer like reviewed, pack it in a box, slap a label on it, <laughs> mail it into the show, oh, we will that's review a it. Bad idea. Is can I you send to, beers in the mail? I think you can. Probably, right? but then I have to give them my home address. Oh I'm scared. Uh give it a get a P.O. box. Oh man, that's, that's money. so hard. <laughs> uh, but it's free beer. It is free beer. You can get I'm this. getting a beer you... box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're gonna look into this. If you if you really want to if you want to send us a beer to review, I will be more than happy to do so. Send us an email. Get in contact with us. Uh, Chris Burrows, tell me how they can do that. Uh, well, there's scrublandpodcast at gmail.com and also scrublandpodcast on Facebook. And don't be afraid to be our friend because we get listener reviews, our listener requests every week. Did you put, you didn't ask for any requests? I did. What did they say? They asked for Valakit in the new standard. Oh. Uh, we got a t- and I talked about Hang it. Hang on, well, we got a, we got a text request for time spiral drafting. Oh, yeah, so we got a time. Yeah, they, they te- like it was a direct line straight have, to the I podcasting table. This, I put this out on previous casts. Charles League, if you find us draft sets of Time Spiral, we will draft. We it. will draft it, and we will talk about it on, on the podcast. The you just, you just blew my mind. Like, I've you have no idea what you did. Said the last two casts. Uh, we might actually help. Until, until I'm then, no sure more Time Spiral drafting. Uh, you can ask all you want, wait, and wait. you shall not receive, because uh, I'm pretty well, sure. I'm pretty sure Future Sight. I'm pretty sure Future Sight is way out of print. Way, way out of print. Well, you can but, find but it, you can still find but not Planar Chaos and Time Spiral. You, you guys remember the future? You guys remember the Future Sight game, right? Where you just buy boxes of Future Sight, open yeah, them, and then sell them. Try to get a time no, you. D- but the set had so many valuable things. It had an entire cycle of rare lands. You just open the box and then sell it right back to the shop for the singles. 
and buy another box and mm. profit like twelve dollars. It, it it was a total scam, but for some reason, like this was an actual thing for a little while. And that's why Collector's Heaven is not in short film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, oh, uh, if you guys were talking about standard, you guys didn't cover Boros. No, uh, it doesn't matter. No, we do not we do not claim to be a comprehensive podcast. This podcast is over. I've, I just feel like second place at five k at Indianapolis. Second place irrelevant. At Nobody's gonna play that no, deck. No, okay. Boros is, Boros is gonna be everywhere. Look. It plays with Bone Horde. It fucks your face. People don't use Game the internet. Over. What are you talking? About? What what? What is Boros? That's the, like seriously. that deck rotated out like four years ago, exactly. right? Like uh, that deck died with Lightning Helix. It's over. Get over it. It's done. All right. I know you really, really want to play a Fire Main Angel, but it's done. Get, I will uh, say, like it's finished. I will say, no. I will say. You better, you better, you better say some kind of final remarks. Final remarks. Or you can, or you can recite a eulogy for Boros. Final, <laughs> final remark. Something to think about. Stoneforge Mystic is so nuts because it gets living weapons. It just gets creatures out of your deck. Yeah. It flashes creatures That's in. That's awesome. Seems cool. It flashes them in. All right. That's good, too. Can't even counter it. Awesome. That's something to think about, asshole. Thanks, guys. That's that's gonna do it for the Square Band podcast. It's been it's been a ton of fun. JJ, thanks for coming. Oh, oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. You're welcome back anytime. Oh, that's not even our closing music anymore, dummy. It's also not the Mario theme. Can we close out on rap music in honor of like honorary black guy in the show? Stop the tape. We get some like teapot going go as soon as it's going. No, we're not going to go. go. That's go. not rap music. Go. I hate you all so much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya. Here's the house, though. Look at the whole.